podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. People notice a healthy smile, but maybe you have tooth sensitivity, bleeding gums, or acid-weakened enamel. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel are trusted specialty toothpastes created to help improve your oral health. For tooth sensitivity, choose Sensodyne. Bleeding gums, get Paradontax. For acid-weakened enamel, Pronamel is the toothpaste for you. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel. Trusted specialty toothpaste to help bring home your healthy smile. Visit Ibotta to earn cash back. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Make United Great Again. This evening I have the only other two black people who didn't go to the carnival today. Uh, Rodney, how you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. You? Yeah, not not bad. And Elijah, I think you actually did go to the carnival, so you stumbled stumbled in and agreed to be on this pod this evening, yeah? Nah, I didn't go, man. I was ill. Okay, yeah, ill. Convenient. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's, let's get into it. Uh, 2-1 home loss against Crystal Palace oh damn yeah I'm not going to ease anybody in man straight to the point yeah man Uh, I'm going to start with you Rodney because you actually went to the game you can give us a bit of perspective the feeling in the ground pre-match post-match the things you noticed being in the stadium yeah yes. kick it it off for us yeah so pre-match going up to the game everyone expected three points like we said on the pod Last pod, Palace home, definitely three points. In the stadium, it's pretty flat, but it's been like that for a while. To be honest with you, there's 
there's not been much when you go to games to rave about. I guess the only one was maybe Chelsea 4-0. Maybe that was a bit more excitement. But yeah, it was it was flat, pretty much same old, same old. Nobody was surprised by what we saw. Post-game, not much of a reaction, to be honest with you. It was just like, it's almost like everybody's used to it now. Because we're seeing the same problems. And we're just hoping with the same problems we get a result, if that makes sense. And if we do, great. And if we don't, well, we knew it was coming, type of thing. It's a sad state of affairs, man. Yeah, it's not. It's 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 not great. I don't. I think fans are sort of numb to it all now. I think we got to the point. Well, match-going fans seem to be like, oh, yeah, well, we lost. We go again next week. <laughs> I guess, man. What what more can they say, really? Uh, Elijah, what did you think, bro? Um. I don't know. Basically, it's just everything we feared about us going into the season just magnified into one game, and and it looks like it's been enough for the optimistic guys for some reason just to like realize the problems that we have. Just everything that's wrong with United in terms of playing football it was just clear as day. Um, it was so the possession was so slow. Um, our midfield was just a ghost except for Pogba and Pogba wasn't even doing much um, Martial was able to get involved but he'd done okay when he was Rashford was very poor James was poor until he went to the left and then he was okay I mean back four wan had his worst game for us but it was still alright Lindelof is a pansy um, yeah man I mean even De Gea yeah, I mean, it's just more the same to us. It's like, it's not surprising. Um, it's st- I think that's the most disappointed I've been in a while with United. Because Palace, like, it, it reminds you of the f- it reminds you of the Fulham 2-2 game. Because I remember Gary Neville said in commentary, like, you conceded two goals to a team who weren't even trying to score. Like, it was very hard. They didn't create <laughs> any yeah. chances. So it was just disappointing that we are still able to concede like we're able to concede against teams that don't even threaten us this yeah i mean it's just disappointing but i mean what can it do um it's been obvious just the problem area has been obvious and then it was just magnified in one game and then what really and truly what rodney said was right it's just like we go again but mate it's just disappointing man (laughs) yeah i mean there's not really uh much for me to add to that so thank you very much for uh joining me on the podcast this evening and uh we'll see you all next week no let's try and let's try and break down like i touched on the pod yesterday about how i thought we performed but let's try try and break down within the darkness even if there isn't necessarily some light in there let's try and talk mm. about what what can we do what do we want to see ollie do go going forward so next week we've got um southampton away which i've seen southampton a couple of times they were pretty good at home against liverpool and they won their first game of the season away against 10 10 man brighton um what are you expecting? I wouldn't be surprised if we lost again. Oh, I would. To be honest with you, like to, touching on just to touch back on the um, Palace game, four-two-three-one uh, is just—it's not working for us. It's just we've got too many square pegs in round holes. I mean, it just doesn't work. You've got 
Rashford on the left, James on the right, and looking at their average positions over the 90 minutes, they were far too central. Everybody was central. If you look at the average position for most of our team, you could put a small circle around them. Yeah. And if there was no width. Wambasaka and Shaw aren't the best to expose any sort of width. Palace did well in the sense that they sort of doubled up wide as well. They weren't Palace weren't great, but I guess you don't have to be great when you play in a team that doesn't know how to break down low block defences. So going forward, um four four two needs to happen. As um Elijah said, on the left, James looked better. It seems like he's obviously he's more used to the pictures he sees on the left hand side. He doesn't have to think as much about things because obviously that's his natural position. And that's what I mean by like we've got players in wrong positions like playing James on the right, it's all new to him. On the left, don't get me wrong, he didn't look like Neymar, but he looked much better on the left, more comfortable. In actual fact, James and Young look better on the left than Shaw and Rashford because Rashford might as well not even... He's just on the left on paper, but he doesn't actually play there. And Shaw doesn't put any balls in the box, whereas at least with Young, you've got the glimmer of hope that maybe he can put one in ten. So if you look at some of the stats that... We had nine crosses, nine successful crosses out of 27. And that was all down to probably James on the right not being able to beat the first man with his crosses. It was pretty poor. Yeah. So just to deal with our whip issues going away from home or even going forward, 4-4-2 seems to be the best way. It just suits our personnel a lot more. So going back to the Palace game, McTominay was playing further forward than Paul Pogba. When you have 76% possession, what is Paul Pogba doing behind McTominay? We have most of the ball. He seems pretty redundant playing further back when you have 76% possession and you're playing against a low block. Don't get me wrong, McTominay had some nice moments for the penalty and he did a few nice things, but you don't want to see Paul, Paul Pogba playing further back than McTominay, especially when we have 76 possession in, in the half, or it was like 83 possession in the first half or something like that, you want to see Paul Pogba further forward. So 4-4-2, um, need to see Pogba closer to goal. I don't understand why McTominay was closer to goal than Paul Pogba, to be honest with you. That was, that was ridiculous. How would you, how would you, we, we discussed this on yesterday's pod, I'm not sure if you've listened yet, but how mm. would you line up if it was a 4-4-2? So you'd have your normal back four. I'm guessing we're going to have to see Maltese ahead coming on the left, which yeah. is um, yeah, can't be a really, really, he, he'll, really, he'll, really he, he'll outlast us all. He'll outlive us all. Yeah, he's um, he's definitely the best about that man. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely the red witch. He's going to decide when he dies, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so that's our back four. Who's your midfield yeah. for? So I'm going to go James on the left. Yeah. We haven't got any more, we haven't got much options, but no. I'll probably go McTominay and um, Pogba unless Fred can um, show that he knows how to play football. Fiorentina want to buy Fred for twenty eight million. I'm saying make that thirty five and you got yourselves a deal, mate. Wow, then we got no options, bro. You're leaving us more than paper thin. Yeah, I don't give a shit anymore. I want it to <laughs> burn. I want it all to burn, man. I want the whole. I hope. I want the whole thing to come burning down, man. I was on a mad queen thing. Yeah, yeah. The whole city to burn. So, so yeah, on the on the right, I'm gonna go whoever, <laughs> mate. It's, it's just whoever, whoever's whoever's, whoever's left. Fit. What? Yeah, whoever's left. What Lingard? Then, 
Yeah, I- <laughs> that you. <laughs> Boy. Do you know what? I'm going to say, yes, against Palace, his movement, as we all know, is, is good. He was in good position, but his first touch was he's poor. He's not good and he when was the just, ball actually just... comes to him. Huh? So he's a footballer who's not... So all his best stuff is like in his head and off the ball. And for this level, yeah. once the ball actually comes to him, he can't execute. Mm. So that's, a, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. And, he's, and obviously, the sad thing for Lingard is that he's the most important player in a 4-2-3-1, essentially. Mm. Because he's the one that's supposed to be linking play from... Pogba and McTominay yeah. to our front three and James um, Rashford and Martial. and Martial and if he's not doing that he's the one that everyone's going to be looking at so it's I, clearly it, obvious like, I, can, yeah. I, can, I agree with you that Pogba shouldn't be far back but let's say you put Pogba where Lingard was and then you put mm. in Fred or you put in uh, mm. Matic or mm. Pereira do you think Pogba's seen the ball? Because I think all we're seeing is what we normally see when Pogba plays further forward. He drops deep to come and pick it up. Yeah, and now you're a man, you're man light. Mm. You're, you're man light mm. in your attack. So it's, again, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, I think if you play Paul Pogba further forward, you're, you're obviously going to see more than you see when Lingard's on the ball. Yeah. But you still have the same problems because then how do you get the ball into Pogba, him? Yeah. So, but then you've got, you've got Maguire who surprisingly in the first I think 15-20 minutes was trying to slap balls out wide and he, he was, was still going out of play yeah 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 he was so, definitely targeting Shaw as the outlet yeah he was um, he was forcing things a bit but with Maguire and that shameful bastard Lindelof yesterday <laughs> I mean versus Palace oh, I, don't, I don't know what he was doing I think he, he lost most of his aerial duels versus Ayu yep and um, one of it, one of them obviously cost us cost us the goal Just, I'm looking at the ball and I'm thinking, Lindelof is seeing this all the way. He's judging the ball right. He's going to either knock that forward or he's going to nice little cushion header back to De Gea. And it's just the same problems with him. He can't judge the ball airily. Like, he's looking at it all the way. How was Ayu beat you to the ball like that? It's just, oh man, it's just it was amazing. Shlop. It was and Shlop then, and then Ayu came onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Shlop. yeah. Slop, sorry. Yeah, so how does Slop beat you to the ball like that? And you're seeing it all the way. And then you've got Maguire who's out of position. I'm yeah. presuming he's trying to cover Shaw because Shaw came back on the pitch trying to be Superman. If you're injured, bro, get off the pitch. Yeah. And then so obviously Maguire's out of position. So, oh, gosh, yeah. It's a comedy of errors, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyway, so going going forward... Yeah. If we were to play Pogba further forward, I'm guessing we would still be able to get the ball into him a lot better with Maguire and the team. But you still see the same problems. It's just obviously you'd have a bit more rose petals in the ship. Mm. So. so I think we, I agree with you. We definitely need to change things. If we decide to persist with this 4-2-3-1, uh, which I think he's going to do, I would like to see Mata come in for Lingard. Really? Yeah, we, we need more creativity in there, man. It's just not. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work currently. I know. Or if it's not Mato Sanchez, but somebody who has a bit of a bit of source about them, man. We just ha- we need somebody who's able to link the play a bit better. And even as much as Rashford isn't a left winger, the positions and the work he has to do to create a clear opening for himself, it's mm. not easy, man. So when we brought in, um, I think it was Greenwood. Did Nothing. Rashford go number ten? Yeah. He- yeah. Um, he did. He put Greenwood on the right, Rash ten, and James on the left. It Rash looked. To, he got on the ball more. I mean, he yeah. got got on the ball more to do more shit. But I mean, mm. it, <laughs> he did get on the ball more. I mean, he looked better. 
Yeah, but I mean, that's what I've wanted from the beginning, like having Marshall and Rashford up top through the middle together. I think that would work. That's what you want them, yeah. Um, yeah, I, like I said from the start of the season, 4 4 2 is the way, way to go. I would much rather just have an empty space in in that 10 spot than Lindgaard. It's, ba- it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I can't lie. Yeah. I mean. What's Dallo saying? I wouldn't mind him on the right. Who? Dallo. Uh, he's he's going to be back after the international break. He's okay. injured again. Yeah. So, yeah, and Shaw's going to be out as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, looking forward to South, to Southampton. I mean, they're going to play three, three at the back, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, it's for me, it's going to be similar to the Wolves game. But the thing is that Southampton have a bit, they have a bit more directness with Redmond and Ings like it's a bit more scarier in terms of the pace of their yeah. attack with rather than with Wolves yeah well until Traore Tra- came on second half but I do think it's, it's going to be interesting to see how we set out because the, it, it can't I mean we're only three games in but we've been seeing it since preseason. like this 4-2-3-1 is not going to work without the reinforcements and like you said with Matto or Sanchez I, I mean Gomez is there as well he, I don't know I mean just anyone but Lingard to be honest because he's just a waste he's actually just yeah, a waste yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> boy um, who are your I know it's tough to, to choose who who are your favourite performers from, from Saturday's game Let's talk about 9am. Let's talk about 9am. How do you think uh, it, 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 it was? It, it was interesting because when he did get on the ball, I think he'd done okay. I think there was times where he tried a bit too much and he kept losing it. Um, times where he, he fell down and should have stayed up. But for, for what he got, he he was definitely our most likely player. Like whenever we got on, we got him on the ball, he was a, he looked like he was able to create something. Like for the for the pen that should have been a pen, um, he he created with a nice touch. Um, Kale should have been sent off with the work he done. He done the assist for the goal as well. So our brightest sparks came from him, but obviously he didn't get on the ball enough. And his game his game wasn't perfect at all, but. It was just basically it was just an average game, but because everyone was so poor, he looked better than everyone else. I mean, he done okay. I mean, he's gonna obviously need need to do a bit more, like getting in, like he needs to like be sharper in the box. Like as soon as it goes out wide, yeah, yeah, he has to make a decisive run across the defender, back post or something. Just like be more be more decisive in his decision decisions to make runs. Um, but yeah, to me that that will come with time. But yeah, he done okay. Yeah, That's... you like what you're seeing, yeah. I mean, it's these are just the basics of what I mean. This is just what Marshall has is, for me. Just capable of as a number nine striker. Obviously, I want him to pro- progress more. And with me, with with game time, it, it's gonna I'm happen. But podcast, it's I'm obviously gonna be difficult. Noise. With what he has behind him, but it's up to him meant to, be to be able to make stuff router. happen because that's what was that's why everyone who loved his first season router. he was basically just our, our only hope and he was able just to create stuff out of nothing. So I know it's another big responsibility just to put all on him, just like 
And again, in that season, he was out wide and we made sure we used to isolate the right back to get him 1v1 to attack. Now he's up against two centre-backs, centre of the pitch. There's going to be DMs like marching him as well. It's going to be more difficult, but it's that responsibility of having... It's basically now Martial or Pogba, they're going to have to create something, or, or, or Rashford. They're just going to have to create something just for, for us to win. Yeah, those, and, those are our three, our three best players. Yeah. yeah. And that, to, be, to be fair, that is a sad state of affairs. Like, this... Pogba, I can understand, but Martial and Rashford... They should, I mean, they should They should have progressed further than they have now. But at the point they are at now, they should be supplementary attackers to two proper shooters or ballers in our, in our attack. But yeah. they are two main men. And, like, <laughs> we have Lingard or James or Pereira. Like, it, it's just a shit show. That's, that's all it is, man. It's just poor. <laughs> But yeah, going back to Marshall, he 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 done okay. I mean, hopefully he's able to play up front. Hopefully this injury isn't too serious as well. So what sort of injury did it look like? I think it to, he was on the right hand side, didn't he? Somebody played yeah, yeah, the yeah. ball, and then it was I don't know if it was his ankle or his I calf. Think or... He, I think he pulled up. I think with, it's his thigh. Okay. Thigh injury. Mm. They, apparently, uh, United don't think it's going to be too serious. But you know, who knows. 9am, yeah? It's always 9am, but this time it's just, it's just a bit quieter. What, do, what did yeah, you so, think, Rodney, of his performance? So, when I left the game, I was, I was scratching my head thinking, what did Martial do today? And then obviously I I've, um, jumped on my Twitter feed and thought, yeah, let me ask um, the Twitter lot. And they was all like, uh, him, he was our best player. And I was thinking, hang on a minute. Did I watch another game? So I've rewatched the game because I thought Pogba was our best player. I mean, people are going to say, um, yeah, he made the mistake for the second goal, but he's lost the ball 60 yards from goal. There's a, a lot, had to, a lot had to happen so, for them to score, yeah, man. Yeah, so there's still a lot that has to happen after he loses the ball. There's, that's just Pogba. Like, he made the same mistakes first Wolves, maybe, where he should have been punished as well and he got away with it, so... The, your riskier players are always going to lose the ball in um, situations like that, whereas other players would probably just boot it forward and maybe that's what we needed in that situation. But he's lost the ball six yards from goal. Yeah, so I thought he was our um, best player, but I watched the game back and um, Martial had some really, really nice moments. I think when we he looked really, really sharp, his turning on the ball was it was great. He was causing Cahill and um, the P- Palace defence on his own, really, like a lot of problems. But if you're going to be a number nine at United currently, like Elijah has said, you've got to do more. It may seem unfair, but you're going to have to make magical moments out of nothing. You're going to have to in, you're going to have to rely on individual brilliance in, in situations where you're being starved of possession. Something out of nothing. He's going to have to be one of those strikers for this season. He, we can't. He's not going to be able to rely on good balls he's not going to be able to You're land good no service, service he's not going to get any service so he's going to have to pick the ball up and situations where he maybe wants to pass it or cut inside and get a better angle he's going to have to work a yard and get his shot off he's going to have to test the keeper a lot more but yeah he, he did look sharp and maybe I was a bit unfair when I was saying what did he actually do because watching the game back he, had, he was probably our brightest spark in the um, in the forward lineup. but that probably wasn't hard 
in that sense. So yeah, Mar- Martial did he did okay, but you're going to need more from a number nine at United currently in the system we play with the manager we have. He's going to have to do. He's going to have to work so hard to get even probably ten to twelve goals this season in the Prem. Rough. Playing the way, playing the way that we play. Unless we go to uh, like we, me and Elijah have both said, and most United fans have said a four-four-two, where him and Rashford can um, work on playing as a partnership. He's really, really going to struggle, and he's going to get a lot of criticism, which may be a little bit unfair because if you look at football, it's played in phases, and each phase is connected. So from the centre backs to the centre mids to Jesse, and then up to him, like it's all a catalogue of errors that lead to him having a good performance or a bad performance. But ultimately, you're going to be judged on how many goals you score as a number nine at United. So if we're going to be, if we're going to be sort of lenient on him, it was an OK performance. But We need more. We need more. We do. We do. We, we need more from him. And, it's, you know, it's unfair to say, yeah, we want more from him because he wasn't bad and he didn't have much to go on. And he's, he's playing in a central area where you've got... James cutting in, Rashford cutting in. You've got Pogba there sometimes, McTominay there sometimes. It's such a crowded area. It's very difficult to move around and no one's fighting you with passes anyway. So it seems very, very harsh. But It's the reality of the situation. It's the reality of the situation. You've got the number nine on your back now. You're where you want to be. You've got to do more. You've got to graft. Okay, cool. So uh, we did our top ten a few weeks ago. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you lot both had DDG in your top tens. Yeah, criminal. You're criminals, and he's a criminal. Nah, wow. talk, about, nah, nah. Wow. talk about his fuckeries. Nah. Talk about his fuckeries, because I ain't having it, man. He needs to go. You know what? I'm not paying you know, him three hundred k a week, man. Do you know what? He with, has to go. With DDG, yeah. I just think, mate, like these, these, these are the mistakes he was making when he first joined us, man. Like I don't know what's going on. But mate, I mean, it's it's for me. It's, it's not gonna take a bad. He's 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 basically on on a bad run right now. Basically for me, wow, I mean, so it's about a season plus bad run. Yeah, keep going. I mean, keep cooking, I mean, keep cooking. I mean, for me, <laughs> I mean, for me, with goalkeepers, you need you need to be consistent. So one bad season, um, it's 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 gonna take more. It's gonna take more for me just to. Like sit, for me to say he's he's dropped down a level, but how I mean, more, how much more, Chief? But uh, do you know what? I'm gonna give him till d- d- December still. I'm okay, gonna give him till cool, December. Obviously, stuff. you know we need to sign him to it's stick or twist time because what this is his last season. Yeah. So I mean, we know he's gonna get the contracts. Let's cut a long story short because even if we we're gonna try and sell him in January, which we wouldn't do, how much would we get for him? Nobody's so nobody's so pressed for a keeper that they're going to force it in January when they yeah. get, can get him for free in the summer. So he's going to get a uh, contract. And I think in this setup, with the lack of quality around him and the fact that you guys are letting him um, just skate by on past year's glory, nah, he's got nah. no he's got no reason to up his levels. This is DDG do, now. This is him. Do you know what? Do you know what it is with DDG? I, I, the thing I've been scared scared about him for a while. I feel. He's got a bit of that that mid-table mentality about him because because we've been so bad defen- okay. defensively. Elaborate, please. So so because we've been so bad defensively, what he has had to consistently keep out shots, and so so there are actually times where he doesn't get any shots and it will make a bad mistake, and it's like his concentration mm. is so poor sometimes. 
it's like, I mean, I think I remember in like 16, 17 where we were actually okay defensively and he wasn't getting tested a lot. That was his worst season in a while. And like, like but but now it's on like a game-to-game basis. When, when, when Whenever he's constantly being tested, he is fine. But when yeah, it's like... The game. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Got, he got a few shots early and he was on his toes, yeah. Exactly. And then even even Spurs last season, constantly being tested, he, he got one out of the way and then just Spider-Man everywhere. These games where his, his concentration drops and then, like, he'll just let one fumble in, it's like... That's the thing I've been scared about for a while with him because I'm thinking if... Because we don't defend like a top team, he's basically been a goalkeeper for a mid-table defence. So when there are times when... He doesn't he doesn't have that much uh, attention. It feels like his just concentration slips sometimes, and it's like, I mean, that's 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 the worst trait to have. At if you're if you're aspiring to be a top team, that's the worst trait to have. But I mean, he's still a top keeper. But boy, Why it's not a look- top keeper. He, I mean, he's been on a bad run of form. Really, he's yeah. he's been on he's been on a bad run of form. But for me. Great shot stopper, good reflexes, yeah. great positioning. You can yeah. question his aerial presence. Uh, question how he any... comes, how he comes for balls that are hanging not, in the that are hanging not, in the air. Not the hands any... he uses to make some saves at times, which compromises him. I don't know. I'm just this is a word, isn't it? This is a word on the street. Nah, nah. We're fresh the thing... pod, so I'm talking to you lot, isn't it? That's that. I think I think personally the biggest criticism about him is that um, he stays on his line far too much when mm. the ball is coming out, like just from long balls or whatever. He stays too close to his line. And also with, with his feet, he's not great. Um, but I mean, in terms of aerially, I think he's been fine for, for years now. Like, I've, I've never been scared when he's come out for a ball for a while, to be fair. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about him, Rodney? Yeah. This conversation, that was a little mad. What you? I thought you were playing devil advocates there, but you seem like you was being serious with that one there. Um, a bit of devil advocate. I ain't happy. Yeah, well, mainly devil's advocate, but I ain't happy still. And I'm not looking. Even if he was sick, I'm really not feeling paying a goalkeeper three fifty k a week, bro. So I'm, I'm not concerned about that. I'm not concerned about David De Gea. Like we give outfield players more than one season to say that they've dropped a level. So. I'm not going to... I don't even think it's a season and a half. I think it's probably half a season and what? This game here? Like, I, I think we're being a bit a bit, a bit harsh on him because he's, he's set the level so high. I'm, I'm really not concerned about David De Gea. I don't even think we look that bad defensively. It's just those... He's, he's made an error. Obviously, goalkeeping errors, they're highlighted, they're magnified or whatever. He makes these mistakes when he plays for Spain as well. So... I don't know where he was just really good with United and then you'd watch him for Spain and he made the same mistakes that he's now making with United so I don't know if his level's dropped or whether he's just now like Elijah said he's just not concentrating but I'm really really not concerned I don't think he's don't think he's dropped a level yet because outfield players have one bad season and we're, we're still able to say oh they're world class if they've had three or four consistently high level seasons which the gay has got in his bank he's got money in the bank at the moment yeah I yeah i can we, hear that still yeah i don't think we can be turning around now and turning on david de gay we we got much bigger problems than david de gay like we made some great saves against chelsea he's there man he'll be all right he made a mistake just needs to he just needs to focus focus in games yeah. where he's not where he's not 
blocking shots every minute like he did versus Arsenal. I think it was last season mm. versus Chelsea. There's games where he just looks amazing. And then there's just games where he makes a, a, a few odd mistakes. I'll take that, to be honest. If we can improve what is in front of him, does it's never really going to matter on a game-to-game basis. I think maybe David De Gea, you like, um, well, the word on the street is a bit is a bit of a mad one still. <laughs> All right. Balls, you know, bro. You Sesame Street. He <laughs> said Sesame Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? A full, full-throated yeah. defence of Gehea. I'm going to fall back. I'm going to fall back. But I'm watching, innit? I am watching this year. Yeah, watch. watch I'm watching watch. this year, innit? Because yeah. obviously, he's a man who looking around like, I ain't really trying to be here. And I don't blame him. But if that's how you, you want to be, make sure your shit's impeccable. You get me? You're, you're costing teams points at this this point, G. And we, we can't, Boy, af- we we got, can't we afford... <laughs> We've got a whole Pogba to that same regard then. There's a lot of players that don't want to be there. I think we've got a lot of David De Gea. He's got, he's got Mills in the bank right now. So right. I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll ease off on him. But moving on, we, we can move on to um, talk about Lindelof. Because, um, yeah, yeah. That was my next a lot point. Of man, a lot of men have put mad stocks in Lindelof. Scary. And they're looking... Their stocks now are looking very, 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 very unsure. It's just dropping by the second right. because... That Black game there. Monday for those stocks, fam. Yeah, Black yeah, yeah. Those. Penny stocks right now because <laughs> Lindelof, <laughs> that game there, it's just, that was the Lindelof before the back end of last season. So yeah. early last season and the season before. And that's the Lindelof we're used to. He was just weak, early, wasn't judging anything correctly. Even what we rate him for, ball at your feet, it weren't great. I just, I don't know, man. Yeah, Get, I, I... Yeah, last week, I think, uh, after the pod, maybe like last Monday or Tuesday, I was talking yeah. about the positions we need to strengthen. And I said, we need another mm. centre-back to play with Maguire. And people Correct. were like, kicking off. What? Lindelof's quality? What you talking about? I said, all right, cool. Cool. Now, this week, everyone said, ah, I see you, G. I see what yeah, you're yeah. saying still. I think it's, it's I think not he's a the most pressing I, no, issue. It's, not, it's definitely not the most pressing issue. But it's there. But it's, there. It's, there. it's definitely it's there. there. I think he's good for a third-choice defender. But to yeah. be starting for us, nah, man. He's... Shout out, um, shout out, Dishu. You said Johnny Evans, isn't it? Yeah, he said <laughs> what? Johnny Evans, uh, extra or Johnny Evans? Yeah, uh, yeah, some bullshit like that. Yeah, yes. Johnny um... Evans is clear of him. Yeah, let's get let's get that straight. Yeah, Johnny Ooh. Evans, bad boy. He's Fair enough. clear. He's clear. He's clear. Fab. Johnny Evans would be our best centre back right now. That's my guy. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, don't do sides. Bounce forward with Comcast Business. Help your business bounce forward today with this amazing offer. For a limited time, ask how to get a $500 prepaid card. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go online today to learn more. Comcast Business. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business customers only. Call for restrictions and complete details. <laughs> He's clean-hearted, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know what to say. Like, I don't know how much... Like, I'm not surprised, so it's not like a... But I uh, once we got the penalty, I was like, okay, we're going to score this and we're going to win. Then when Daniel James scored, I was like, okay, we're going to score this and we're going to win. And just the way we lost it at the end was just... Uh, it just stank, man. It stank still. Boy. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But we, we've all been very, very critical of Daniel James, so let's give him a little shout-out. Yeah, I was about um, to ask you a lot about that celebration. Yeah, what what yeah, did you think of that? What the celebration... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That was Before laughing. I get onto the celebration, I'm just let's first half our two best chances fell to him, so he gets in good areas and he scored our goal. He scored against Chelsea on the left. He looked that so was much a good better finish, than he did on the right. Goal. 
By the way, yeah, oh, very so good finish. Looked, in fact, I'm going to give it to him because he looked better on the left. And obviously, when he's poor, I'm critical of him. So when he looks better, I'm going to give it to him because he deserves that. He's coming into a team from Swansea, like I said last week. Everyone's critical of him. So much pressure's on him because we've not had a right winger in time. So we're looking for him to be the next what um, whatever player. So... Yeah, it's just, I'm going to give it to him and say he did He did all right. He had two fantastic chances in the first half. He probably should have done um, better with the one where it fell to him and he sort of just sort of rushed out the shot. So, but yeah, to cel- onto the celebration, he's moving mad. He's, <laughs> I think, I think... In the stadium, what was the feeling? Was it like... Wow, well, everyone's like, pick the fucking ball up. Like, <laughs> what are you doing, boy? Listen, you haven't scored for Swansea in against Leeds, bro. You, you're at home with Palace and you've just scored an equaliser. We've got something like two minutes plus stoppage time. Where you going? Run back to the centre circle. Well, do you, know what's, do you know what's even worse? Is that we rushed him back to the centre circle just so he could pick up his L. If we'd have let him celebrate, <laughs> like he, if we let man celebrate, you never know. We might even come away with a point. A cheeky so. draw. Words, yeah, a cheeky draw, fine margins, isn't it? So, was it worth it? That's what you gotta ask yourself. Um, that <laughs> celebration, yeah. I, the thing is, yeah, w- when he first went off, I was thinking he was just gonna go sh- uh, shake his fist at the fans, then run back. Mm. But it, but then, but then he stood there with his hat, with his arms crossed, and I think, what the, what is this you doing? And like, fam, the amount of time he wasted, and the amount of time that it took Rashford and Marshall to to, to get him away. It was killing that that picture, yeah. <laughs> Marshall's Marshall's, Marshall's <laughs> cut from a different cloth, man. That's the picture of the season, fam. Yeah, already, yeah. I don't Marshall's care. cut from a different cloth, man. <laughs> you no, know Marshall's face is like what I imagine when you're trying to run away from your mum when you're little and she, <laughs> <laughs> she catches you. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't blame him in it. Like biggest moment uh, for him thus far, I'd say, and he probably got caught up in it. Do you know what made it? Even worse, how he was—he was—he was sharing it on his socials just before match of the day. That's a man that he hasn't had time. Ta- he hasn't even taken it in. Like you know what? There's levels. He—he he was happy with that. I right, we lost. Yeah, I yeah, grabbed my. Was... I, I grab you, man. Lost. I grabbed my. <laughs> <laughs> you, man. Lost. I grabbed my goal, boy. You know them ones. <laughs> just, hey, hey, hey. Do you know what? Yeah, because I, I remember when. Well, when when um, Rash scored his first goal in the Europa League, yeah, it was flipping like one. It was uh, I think I, I think we were even like we were, we were actually three one down at that point. Yeah. And then he scored the first goal, and 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 then he ran to celebrate. And I'm thinking, what is this you doing, fam? Just get back to the centre circle. And so it was kind of like the the same thing. But the only problem is is that Rashford scored scored the second after that. Yeah. James, <laughs> boy, nowhere to be seen. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I'm I'm looking at the names on the pitch. I'm looking at the names on the bench. What do you not think of Greenwood's cameo? He done nothing, man. What cameo? That was listen. He's he's made a lot of people look rather silly with that performance. There. What? (laughs) 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 The man got the man got thirty three minutes. Randy, show him that love you're showing DDG, my bro. No, no, no! I can't be doing. I can't. Eat. Nah, let's uh, jokes aside. It's just, it's it's Greenwood, isn't it? He's a young man. Yeah. He's coming to the game. We can't expect this man to save our season. So, but that that cameo there was. Damn. 
good. I did not see him for like 20 minutes. No, that yeah, there's like he got the ball a couple like he tried to do you know the couple of the mad stuff he does at like probably like under 17 level. Yeah, yeah. Like, get in, just do like a dumb pirouette and then shake a man off. But whoever he tried to do it to like took the ball off him. Then he tried to do another thing where he like tried to faint a man and again like he missed the ball and his like, eyes ah, like, oh shit, it's kind of different. Yeah. The air, <laughs> the, air, the air slaps a bit different up here still. So yeah, he, yeah, he just yeah. went to the side and he just hid. He just hid for time, man. Oh, yeah, man. There's, there, there's levels, isn't it? So this is mm. what I, I saw people saying, yeah, what in four years time, Ballon d'Or. Listen, you cannot That's four under- years time. You cannot underestimate the step up from under twenty threes to Premier League games um, every single week. You've had he's had thirty three minutes. Fair enough, like. He's still a young player. He's just come on the pitch. It's intimidating. It's Old Trafford. What one nil down? Bloody bloody blah. But the hype around him, I, I certainly expected a little bit more. Especially as we've been on this pod saying, yeah, Flynn Greenwood on the right, and then yeah. Oli puts him on the right with thirty-three. Good, that's good minutes right there. And what eleven touches, five passes, or some nonsense like that. Yeah, yeah his time, his time will come. His time will come. Yeah, his time will come. But that, that he, he won't want to watch that. He won't want to dwell, dwell on that. Yeah. No, no, definitely, definitely yeah. not one for the highlight reel. Yeah, yeah, he needs to get back on the pitch again against Southampton, and then he needs the net for people to forget about that. Otherwise, <laughs> no one's going to be asking to see Greenwood come on the pitch if that's the cameos he's going to put in for a minute. But yeah. to be fair. You do want to see him through the middle, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not his position, so yeah, I guess especially that goes with him as well. Obviously, physically, physically, he's not obviously at the at the men's level. So yeah, the work very timid. yeah, the work you've got to do out wide to make um the the sorry the work he has to do out wide to get his space to make things happen. It's a bit yeah, it's a bit more yeah. of a slog. So you mm. want him, you do want him, you do want him closer to goal. Massa, who yeah. I was capping for earlier, came on. He didn't do anything either. He I never does anything, man. That guy's. Yeah. I don't know what's happened to him. I think we've killed him a bit, man. Nah, like, nah. It's been a he few seasons. Himself. Go on. How's he killed himself, Gov? Look, yeah. Massa has always been like, even at Chelsea, he had the great final pass, but he was never like, it was never like. Like an approach play kind of guy. He's not like a he's not like a silver who can knit play together. He's a, just a guy you want in the final third because usually he will make the right decision. But now he's not even making good final passes. He's just, he he just looks useless now, man. That like he player. just he just look bad. He looks like a he looks like to be fair to look like to look like Pereira at his age. I mean that's fair, but Pereira that guy, yeah. I'm on to him again. Start on Matt, somehow we're at Pereira. Pereira yeah. didn't even touch me. He didn't even play, bro. I hate him. I hate him so much. I did he even warm up? No, nah, I don't think he did, bro. <laughs> he makes the stick. But, but yeah, Matt is like <laughs> Yeah, fam, this hatred is deep, but going back to Matt, it's like, yeah, man, he looks done. Like, he just generally looks done, man. Like, it's not even. It's uh, not let's even be like, fair, man. He's. I'm going to be fair to Matt. He's put all his heart into the blogs and charities. And that, so <laughs> there's nothing left for the pitch now. So. That's my job, bro. Leave yeah. the blogs to me. That, that, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, his, that's his job now. Obviously, you've got, you've got certain characters that do certain things. So you've got Young, who's the DJ, and then you've got Matt, who does the sermons after the game to cheer the fans up. Oh, mate. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a sad state of affairs, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we can talk about next week's game. Or I say next week we'll talk about 
Saturday this game. Uh, like Elijah said, Sutton are probably going to line up three-five-two. Uh, what are you looking to see from us then? Just what are you looking? Bit. What are you looking to see from us? What do you expect to see from us? Let's first, so, start with what you'd like to see from us in terms of what. I'll, what I'd like to see just a bit more intensity in our when we have the ball. Um, just like knock it about a bit quicker. Like I'm, I, I know that relies on making good options, having a good system, being coached well. So obviously, so obviously that goes to the co- coaches a bit. But um, just. Like be able just to make the pitch a bit wider. We don't make we don't make it wide enough. Like as um Rodney was saying before, we have all these players camped in the middle. It's like with with like other clubs, you see them pick up the areas in in between the lines, in between the fullback and the centre back. And obviously you have the wingers or fullbacks who stretch the pitch. So with that you'll definitely have someone to to choose to pass to. With us it's just everything's crowded. Our, our fullbacks aren't good enough in possession to really kill them. So then you have these players coming inside, crowding the pitch, and it's like, okay, so you've basically put all, all, all your best players in the middle of the pitch. So we're, we're, we're just going to sit deep and, and narrow, and then you can't do anything. It, it needs to be coached better. Like it, something needs to be coached better in terms of that. But hopefully, because we're playing away, we'll be able to counter-attack that's Oli's bag because that's all he knows, knows how, how to do. Um, hopefully, we do play. A, uh, hopefully, we do play a four-four-two. Like I think will be. I think it'll be important to play two strikers against three, because I because I don't want to see Marshall isolated again, like with no connection to. Shift, yeah, man. yeah, so that's what I would like to see. What. What I think we're going to see just more of the same of Wolves and the Palace, to be to be fair. Right, and you, Rodney? Um, so what we're saying, Southampton are going to go. They're going to go. No, they're going to go three-five-two. What would you like to see, and would you expect to see? So, right, like, so yeah, gone. What I expect to see is what we saw versus Wolves. Yeah, so, so no changes, yeah. No changes in, in what I expect to see. It's just going to be, we're still going to, if Jesse Lingard starts, we're going to see a lack of creativity because we're going to go for, we're going to go four two three one. so we can forget about four four two. Like, we can say what we want. Let's focus on what we're going to see and what we know we're going to expect. Definitely, we're going to see lack of creativity. Definitely, we're going to see individual brilliances having to win us the game. Definitely, we're going to see everyone bunch centrally. What we can hope for is four four two, a bit of um, just a bit of normal wide play, like an overlapping fullback <laughs> from your right mid, and over, like like just, just normal stuff, like just commit commit players over to the wide areas. This is not this is not like rocket science. It's not like. I'm sitting there I'm not with my coaching badges or whatever so but like I've been watching football so I'm going to say this is basic stuff like you have your right mid either overlap or underlap mm. your um, right back it's just normal stuff create a, super- a, a superiority on that right hand side left hand side and get the ball get quality balls into the box like it's not it's, if Ollie's if Ollie's the the man that he says he is then right, I'm, I'm right at him because if he's saying he's yeah Fergie's this Fergie's that I want to do it the same way 
then wide play, bro. You've got to work on the wide play. Them balls have to be coming in the box. We can't be seeing nine nine successful crosses in a game. The reason why that is the case is because we've not got no over or underlaps. It's just it's just nothing is nothing is functioning in the wide areas. Like Elijah said, we need to make the pitch bigger. You're making it too easy for teams that don't mind sitting back away from home or at home. They don't mind sitting back. And and the, the weirdest thing about it is that we'll have possession of the ball. We'll do we'll do all the central stuff. We'll we'll be trying to break down the deep block. It won't work. And somehow we still manage to look suspect on the counter attack. I don't get it. <laughs> like are we not are we not looking at it like okay, cool. We're playing against a deep block. Let's think if they get the ball, how are we attacking to defend or how are we defending to attack? Like are we not thinking about that? I just I don't see anything from Oli that's gonna fills me with anything to say. Yeah, I'm expecting this, that, or the other. I still expect three points because obviously it's United going away to Southampton. We've got a much better team on paper, but it's, just, it's not going to be anything these exciting. Teams, these teams know how they want to play, though, man. They know who they are. They know yeah. what they're capable of, and they play to yeah. that, and they try and execute. I don't think we know who we are. I don't think our players know. They know that it's just kind of just go out there and make things happen, man. Well, this is this is this is what I say to a lot of people. Our players don't know how to play the positions they're being put in. Rashford right now, he doesn't want to play left wing. He wants to play centrally. So you put him on left wing and told him, "Do your thing, bro." So now you've got no one playing left wing. Lingard can't play number ten. So you've got no one playing number ten. James isn't comfortable on the right-hand side, so you've got him cutting in centrally. Pope was not comfortable playing further back than McTominay. McTominay's not comfortable playing further forward than Pogba. Martial's not comfortable being the isolated striker. You've just got everyone. Nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody's comfortable with the positions they're playing, and it's just a complete fucking mess. Sorry, my language. Yeah, it's, it's needed, man. Ah. <laughs> It's only going to get worse, boys. Uh, I think, what is it, three wins out of our last 15? Yep. What? What's that? That's what. That's our, that's our record, stretching into last season. Three what wins, do you mean? Three wins in our last 15 games. Wait, what? Devil's Advocate again, you know, with facts. Oh, that's scary. That's where we are right now. Oh, Wait, God. you are what? Three wins? <laughs> oh, man, oh. 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 no. Process what you're saying. Like, three wins in 15. Like, we've only played three games. Now talking about last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's stretching to last season. So, Obviously, that's that's like I said, yes, yes, that's relegation form, like. So, wow. uh, do you, do you, do you see Oli turning it around? Do you see him turning it around enough for him to last the season? Do you think he'll get the season? I think that if he gets to January, he'll be allowed to bring players in. Yeah, definitely. If he gets to January, but it's about getting to January. Do you think for him. he'll get to January? Yeah, he'll get he'll get the season now. I think because um, regardless of they, how poor poorly we perform. 
Yeah, they need they need a yes man. They need because it looks like we we don't want to spend what we spent in previous seasons, and they need a man that the fans are gonna sort of say, "Ah, right, well, cool. What he's saying this, he's saying that. That's cool." Like he's Oli was saying, he's happy with his squad when we clearly know he's not. But fans have said, right, "Cool, he's happy with his squad. Let's see what he can do." Oli was saying he's in training, working on Marshall and Rashford's interplay. And I was like, yeah, we're excited to see Marshall and Rashford. So people like Oli, they buy into what he says. So I think that's going to give Glazers and Edward with some sort of credit. I know that some fans are doing their campaigns and stuff, but it's not the majority of fans. So he'll definitely see the season out, regardless of how poor we finish. I'm going to say, put a little side note there and say, we finished that six or seven. Obviously, if he takes us into that 13th, 14th, he's going to go in it. So. But I don't see that. So I'm, he's definitely going to see that season. Why would you think Elijah? Um, Percy, I'm just hoping that um, Poch continues to beef with Spurs. Implosion. That, I, I see that implosion. Yeah. yeah, so if that happens, we, we, we take him in and just he starts to do some... Just some normal things for a United manager. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Like, just be a normal manager. Yeah, because it's it, it just it's like people get the job and they and they just start moving mad. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> they just start moving mad. So hopefully he comes in. These, I I do think Ole will last the season. I do. If we get to January and we need reinforcements, I do think we will spend. But um. Yeah, man. If he lasts more than a season, that's scary. But, boy. I mean, the thing is, is that as much as I am critical of him, the decisions he's making, like players to leave and stuff like stuff like in terms of... He's doing the right things. Yeah. In, t- in terms of, like, composing the squad, like, even playing martial up top and, mm. like, it for, for me, the, these are some of the things that I would like to see. So, yeah. it's like, I understand where he, where he's come, coming from in ta- in terms of building long term, yeah. but his competency as a coach is not good enough, and that yeah, is yeah. why it won't last. That's like what it comes down to man. Yeah, man. Boy, um, yeah. yeah. He's making he's making good decisions. To be fair, like in terms of that, like we haven't seen Jones or Small in that. Yeah, that man. Way. Yeah, Jones, Small, and Matic—they like, all look like yeah, they've been man. banished. Yeah, yeah, let's let's touch let's touch on the positives <laughs> real yeah, quick. Let's, let's do that. We're not, yeah, we're not seeing Jones, we're not seeing Smalling, we're not seeing Matic, we're seeing Marshall up top. Yeah, that's this, this, he's doing like well, I just said, let's, he's doing some good work, but that's you you expect that from any competent manager, but then you again, do, you but then we've seen yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, you get the job, you start yeah. being mad. So just him yeah. making these all right decisions, I'm like, do you know what? To mm. be fair, you do look like like you have a plan per se. He knows. He knows. It's just whether he can. You can have a plan, but can you execute yeah. that plan? So? That's the problem. The execution, the competency, yeah. just that stuff. You can see straight away, and I, I couldn't see it straight away. So no matter the good decisions, it's it's always going to fall short. But the thing is that with these good decisions, it's like it's planting a seed Seeds. to yeah. to to the next coach. Because like if for example, if if um, Solskjaer doesn't play Marshall up top, he would have been le- left wing his whole c- career, fam. Yeah. Like yeah. stuff like that. Like it's like cool. I can yeah. see that you have some sort of idea. Yeah, you probably yeah. make a good coach, but not 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 a manager. So I mean, I don't know how yeah. else to leave it, lads. 
apart from just to leave on that note. Uh, I appreciate you guys still fighting a good fight, showing up every Monday. While the rest of, course, of, of the rest of the lads are turning up at Carnival, probably stum <laughs> stumbling home as we speak. Um, yeah, after next week is the international break, so we'll have a pod out for you guys um, next Monday. Uh, thanks for listening. Use a hashtag and make United great again. Yeah, we need yeah, yeah. Peace. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. There's more to working from home than emails. So you need Wi-Fi with reliable speed, the most in-home coverage, and built-in security. You need Xfinity XFi. That's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity Internet and learn about our great offers. You'll get amazing value with speeds that deliver and reliable coverage you can count on. And with XFi Advanced Security, you can keep all the devices in your home connected and protected from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store to learn more today. Restrictions apply. Podcast Network.